Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's nice to welcome, courtesy of our BetQL guest hotline, the new head coach in town, Dan Quinn. Coach, thanks so much for doing this. Welcome to town. Are you settled in yet? Kevin, well, one first, thanks for having me on the show. And, uh, yeah, I'd say I'm, I'm getting settled in. Um, you know, kind of the first order of business is, uh, you know, connecting and staff and, you know, finding the right spots for the right people. And so that process uh, went really strongly. And so um, now, you know, you kind of switch gears into – you know, personnel and the evaluation of the team and, you know, getting into some of the things you need to, you know, put into the right spots. But, yeah, man, it's been a blast to get, you know, connected with new coaches and uh, the energy that goes along with, with building something together. What about the personal part? I was looking at your resume the other day. If my math is right, this is the 12th move, either the 11th or 12th move since you left the Great Eastern Shore and Salisbury University. Um, does the life of a coach where you're always picking up and moving ever get old, or are you one of those that loves the adventure? Uh, good question, Kevin. I would say a little bit of both. Um, the hard part of uh, a moving is obviously like there's connections and people that you you know really enjoy you know spending the time with, and generally you always keep up with them. But the other part and the exciting part that goes with it is you know you as a coach you, you move around the country some. Um, there's really cool spots and, uh, you know, different areas and different things that you like. So um, it, it's cool to, to move around. I'm certainly not likely to do that again for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, let's hope <laughs> but not. It, it ain't the, yeah, but the, uh, it is fun. And uh, there's, there's some energy that goes with that, too. And you get to meet new people and new experiences. And so um, it's one of the fun parts about the coaching profession, like as the learning never stops, um, all these different people and relationships that you have through the years, um, you just build them stronger, you know, as you go. And so, um, yeah, a little bit of both. Did you have a favorite place that you've lived? No, I think there's favorite spots about a place as opposed to one, you know, different, you know, one specific location. But, uh, you know, early on in my career, I've been, you know, mostly on the East coast, went out to San Francisco. It was my first NFL job. So 
being out in the Bay Area and you know being a part of that organization. So uh, different spots, man. I've, you know, living in a college town at Florida or up in the Pacific Northwest at Seattle. So there's not one specific spot, Kev, that uh, that nailed it over another. Just I think you get come to appreciate um, different experiences at different places. And, uh, and that's what we do. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, you had Gator Nation that you were involved in, the 12th man in Seattle, you know, Cowboy Nation, which unfortunately for, you know, teams in the NFC East like ours feels like the entire nation uh, at times. Um, hopefully you can get this place back to a point in which it's as oh, important as it used right. to be, you know? Yeah, yes. 100%. That's what, like, uh, why this opportunity is what it is here, like this great fan base. Um, to make sure, like, that, you know, coming here, it's going to be really hard to compete against and uh, create a nightmare for teams uh, to come here and play. So, yeah, I agree with you. When you were putting together your pitch for the search committee for Josh, Adam, et cetera, for your interview, what was the most important thing for you to get across to them? I think, number one, I wanted to make sure they, you know, knew that over the you know time I left Atlanta and went to Dallas and uh, had a chance to really dig in um, to my space to say I recognize the things that went good and had success, but also wanted to make sure I learned from the adversity too. And uh, knowing that as I was going into this, you know, next opportunity as a head coach, uh, I was much stronger uh, for that opportunity. And so that's why I, uh, I think, you know, the ability to connect and do those things that probably stood out, but I wanted to make sure they knew um, not only was uh, the lessons learned, they're ready to be applied and uh, make sure when we're going through it, we don't miss one step as we're going through this. Why does everybody like you so much? People that played for you, coached for you, they just gush over Dan Quinn. You're incredibly well-respected, well-liked. Why is that? Well, I appreciate you saying that one. I don't know if that's always true, but I would say I there's a lot of things I love about coaching and uh, the relationships um, with the players and the coaches and front office and personnel. Those are the things um, you know that you do. And so... I just love being part of a team, man. So you get those experiences and you max it out together. That's what it's all about. So you have these really competitive moments that bring you together and you just get closer and tighter, Kev, because it's, it's not just a job. You know, when you're competing, you know, at the highest level, like there's a loyalty, there's a, you know, a difference that's not, that goes way past job. And that could be a brotherhood um, that will connect you forever. So, I love that part of the game and uh, those relationships that come out of it. But at the end of it, I think uh, pushing one another to get better, that's probably one of the reasons, um, you know, that, that I've got a good connection because, you know, as a ball player, that's one of the things, you know, this, this guy can help get me better. And if you can do that, um, you know, then you can, you know, change some things around. But uh, more than anything, man, I, I just love those connections and relationships to do, do it together. You know, I heard the passion in your voice during your press conference when you talked about these lifelong connections that you make in sports. And I was thinking, you know, people make these lifelong connections in normal office environments as well. But it's different, I think, in highly competitive environments, maybe even more so in highly competitive environments that are as physical as the one uh, that you uh, coach in and live in. Do you think that's right? That. The difference, and uh, you can think of a, a player. You know, hey, I played with this guy back in this team, and we covered kicks and we played defense together. And this connection that you have with them, going through it together, you know, a guy who's there playing hurt, battling for it, like those are really cool moments that you see what somebody's made of. Like 
they get pushed to the absolute limit. You know, we all do it. You know, coaches and players and personnel, everybody to say, can you put it all out there? Uh, and, you know, be willing to, to step all the way out to the edge. And that's not easy. And so for people outside the locker room, you know, watching it, it's one thing. But when you're in that environment, um, you do get closer and connected because it's all out there right on the edge together. And if you really stay, you know, tight, those that, that bond isn't changing. Not in three months, three years, or 30 years. Like, you can slip back into that conversation with that person knowing that, hey, man, we did it together, we fought through it together, and there's just a respect that comes from those moments that you never lose. Yeah, and it makes for great conversations and laughs and uh, over beers yeah. in the future, I'm sure, um, or in the off season. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, every, 100%. Everybody who has come here as a coach over the years seemingly mentions that they talked to Joe Gibbs about this place. Did you? Uh, I did not going into this job. I actually um, got to visit with Joe um, maybe about you know ten years ago or so before I took the Atlanta job. And the reason I had asked to go meet with him, I thought. He had the most uniqueness, unique background of having success with different QBs. And I thought, I really wanted to find out why. And so as a defensive coach coming up, uh, knowing I was going to take over the whole thing, I wanted to talk specifically about quarterbacks with him. To, you know, it went with uh, you know, Joe and then into Doug and Rippin, like all the way to go through it. How did he do it with different guys? I wanted to find out some of the things that were so important to him at the time. And so that's why... I had met with him then, but uh, so I didn't need to meet with him again coming in. So I already had a relationship, you know, with him through the years, and uh, but it was certainly nice to get a call from him uh, after you know I was already here. All right, uh, we heard from your two two coordinators yesterday, Kingsbury and and Joe Witt Jr. Tell me about the roster you're inheriting. I'm assuming at this point you've got a much better feel for what's here than maybe you did the day of your press conference. I want to start on defense. Who or what stands out to you? Well, I'd say as you're going through it, um, the first part was you know going through the, the coaching evaluation to not only adding groups, but I wanted to meet with every coach that was here too. Um, they had certainly perspective from inside the building, so some that um, you know we were able to, to hire a guy like Bobby Ingram, who's got you know perspective and unique insight onto things. Uh, so then transitioning into you know hiring coaches from other spots, you know, and getting to build that relationship. So that was job number one, Kev, to get to that space first. And that really took up a good bit of the time, honestly, leading in. So as you're, uh, as we're on this call today, that was what I was just hitting on now and evaluating, you know, the entire roster. And uh, certainly I've competed against uh, the team, you know, at, at another spot. But most importantly, taking our time to go through that because you want to make sure as you're leading into free agency – and the draft, how do you maneuver those two things together to fill, you know, the best, most competitive roster that we can find? So I'm really on the, the early parts of that. Um, but getting back to the question, you know, defensively, you know, certainly at defensive tackle, um, you know, that's, that's the strength. And those two are, you know, tough to block in, in a lot of ways. And so this division really has good defensive linemen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Deron John are right there in, in the, you know, if you put them all together, You'd be hard pressed to find uh, better interior players um, than than groups that live here in our division. So um, they're right at the top of that, and I can't wait to coach them both of them honestly. And uh, but after that, 
I'm going through everything, you know, trying to find from every single player unique things they have. How would we feature them? What could they do? And that's what the coaches are doing now. We call them profile tapes on every single player. Find all the unique things they have. How would we feature them? What could we do? And uh, including into somebody who's a backup to go, a special teams player. Um, talk about Revo, what a good competitor he is, and unique things that players have. That that's the thing. Okay? That's how you got to do it and put the whole thing together. But too early for me to um, give you a, a big overview. Other than uh, I'm still in into that space and and will be for for the next two weeks. Yeah, I thought one of the themes from your press conference was just the play type or player type that you were looking for. Highly competitive finisher. You know some of the words that you used and. Um, I was curious as to whether or not you know certain players had those traits that just stood out to you. Look, you coached against this offense twice in the last three months on Thanksgiving and then in the season finale. How did you evaluate the team's offense? What were the keys to playing well against it? You know, I think there's explosive players, and that's what can make it challenging as a defense to say, okay, they, they, there's some real weapons here. And, out of the matchups, who do you go to find onto those? So those are the things. You know, obviously we talk about you know from the receiving side and the running back side of explosive players. So how do you get those guys the ball? And you know whether it's catch and run plays or you know shots down the field. You know or a running back that um, if they're going to play a light box, this guy is going to be somebody that can really do some damage. So I think knowing you have players that are capable of explosive plays of you know taking it to the house you know on any moment. That's what's dangerous, um, you know, to a defense. If you you make a mistake, you lose the leverage, you know, they can make you pay. And so that's really what you're always looking for. For an identity, you want to have explosiveness and you want to be physical. And uh, there's certainly on both sides of the ball, you know, traits of that um, in a lot of spots. But that's what you keep looking for is it demonstrated on tape. And I think for all of us, you know, you go into the combine and a guy may have a good speed on a 40 or what have you. And I always go back to, is it demonstrated? Do you see it on tape? And uh, that's the good part, Kev, but when you go back to it, just put it on. And let's watch the tape, see what the film says, because that's really who you are, you know, as a ball player and as a coach. So you want to make sure, can you get it on and put it on tape and, and show it? And that's, to me, the demonstrated toughness, physicality, explosive playmaking. That's what you're looking for. And some of those uh, positions that I just spoke about, uh, certainly have uh, those capabilities in a very strong way. All right, a big opportunity as we talk to the head coach, Dan Quinn, is, you know, and you said it's not just about one year, but this is unique. They've The team has as much cap space as anybody in the league. It's got lots of draft choices in the first three rounds, including number two overall. What does that opportunity here in year one with all of the cap space, with all of the draft choices, and specifically number two overall mean to this franchise right now? I think anytime you're uh, you know, having some changes along a roster and adding, you know, to a team and whether that's, you know, this year or next year, there's always, you know, no roster stays exactly the same. And so I think what it provides and why it's so important, Kevin, is like this time of year and why we all get so excited because all of us here, the players, the coaches, the scouts, personnel people, we really have a chance to, you know, to help, you know, shape the history of franchises. And so that's what's fun about the offseason to have those specific players, you know, add to your team. And when you can really nail it, you know, those are the moments that, that change it. And so sometimes it's with the draft pick, sometimes it's with a free agent, but You've seen that to know that, like, that's why there is excitement because, okay, 
some of these players will help change uh, how we'll get it on. Right. And uh, you can really shape that um, through this part. So that's why it's so damn important over and over to you know, why you work so hard in the long hours to scout it because you've got to get that right. And uh, when you do, um, there's real benefits, and you get to you know have the, the big postseason moments to go for it, and uh, that's why we do it, uh, not just to compete and play. We're here to, we're here to win. Make sure you fight your ass off to do it. Two more because I know you've got to run. Uh, quarterback so important in this league. Uh, you're not going to sit here and tell me, you know, what your board looks like or what you feel uh, your gut is. But at the very least, have you all identified quarterback as a need? As we're going through it, like, it's like they we're still in the whole part of the roster. We really are to make sure, like, every single spot. So I think that's the position that you're looking at every year. And quite honestly, you have to because those are also, if they're not on your team, those are, you know, somebody that you're playing against, Kevin. So. You're always looking at that position. It just takes more time to evaluate that spot, you know, and uh, it takes longer and it takes more time, and it's worth it because they have the biggest impact on the game. But without digging deep into the tape, you've got thoughts on this. You had to have some thoughts on this before taking the gig here. Um, I'm just curious as to whether or not you, you know, believe that there is a need and whether or not it can be addressed in the draft. I certainly have, um, you know, competed against the team and haven't since, but as far as tying it all together, I can't say that without knowing, you know, the rest of the league and the draft and free agency. And so, um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put myself one thing in front of another until I get all the information. When you make big decisions, man, take it all. All right. Last one. You didn't use the word rebuild the other day. It was recalibrate. Can you win quickly? I think that's what, uh, finding all these small margins is about, right? To find an edge here and edge there. And, you know, what, little small margin that you can do and then collectively Kevin what happens is you get better over here and here and here so the the tighter this team gets that's when we'll win the fastest and uh we'll work hard to do that the best connected teams who are really ready to compete and sharpen one another that's when we'll get there and so the faster we can do that the better we'll play dan thanks really appreciate the time wishing you the best take care all right thanks kevin have a good one man Dan Quinn, everybody. We will follow up on that conversation when we come back. You're listening to The Kevin Sheehan Show on the Team 980, theteam980.com. We are also free and live on the Odyssey app. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 